You are listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. This story was recorded at a True Story party in February of 2012 at an undisclosed location in the San Francisco Bay Area. The theme for the night was First Times. I'm going to tell the story of the first time I did mushrooms at Burning Man. Um, so my life was falling apart, and it had been for a long time, many months. A friend of mine got shot in Mexico. Another friend of mine was terminally ill with cancer in the hospital all summer long. I was sitting with that. I was in a relationship with just. We talked on the phone a lot. We decided we were going to go to Burning Man because, hell, what else could we do? We'd heard about it. Jess meets up with me in Colorado, and we make our way there. And she's kissing me, and like, really, just not good. You know, I love her, but like, I'm just not feeling, <laughs> not feeling that. And by the second day of Burning Man, there we are in this massage workshop where I'm learning about Thai massage, and there I am, kind of working on her. And I have this breakthrough. I'm like, oh my god, this, this is how I can love this person. You know, here's a, a way that doesn't have to be this weird, sexually binding partnership. You know, the way that I can express truly how grateful and, I, and amazed I am at this person's existence. There I am, thinking this and massaging her. She gets up after, <laughs> and uh, she says, oh my god. My chakras were pulsing. And, and I look at her and I say, I want to break up. <laughs> so that was day two. And, 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 you know, I didn't really see her much after that. <laughs> um, and I proceeded to dip into Burning Man. And my entry point was not the partying. My entry point was not the music. My entry point was this temple in the middle of it all where the people would go and openly cry. And I kind of first went out there uh, and saw that and was just really touched. Like, it was safe. It was like safe for me to feel that I had been living a wreck for six months and that I didn't know where to go. And they write on the walls everything, everything that's ever been lost, everything that wants to be let go of. And um, I got to write, I got to write to my, <sighs> got to write to my sister, asking her to eat better. Got to write to my mom, asking her to let go of all that. Got to write to Jess saying how sorry I was and how much I loved her. Got to write to Alec saying, I hope you get better, brother. Got to write to David saying, I'm sorry you died. I know you're there. The night before the burn, I had a dream that a storm was coming. I saw it. It was dust ripping through all of Burning Man. And I woke up at dawn, and I was like, I, I gotta do something. And I um, opened up a cooler and
It had some mushroom chocolates in it. <laughs> um, and I ate them. <laughs> and I started walking. And I went and sat near this, you know, huge American flag as the sun was rising, feeling just feeling the wholeness of this experience unfolding and knowing that something needed to roll through. And as I continued walking, kind of on this aimless journey, I realized that yet again I was going to the temple. That year, it was built, there were these octagonal platforms and um, maybe seating for eight or nine people and I sit down and start meditating. And As I'm sitting there, it starts filling in. And before I know it, there's a whole circle of maybe 10 people sitting in a circle with one man who has an instrument I've never seen before in my life. It's called the hong drum. And it's this brass disc with these nipples on it, and it creates the most cosmic, incredible sounds. We were all there. We were gathered. As the sun was coming over the horizon, we knew without speaking that there was some service to be done. And I looked to my right and I just gasped. I see this man and it just hits me. It's like, this man is sick. This man sitting next to me is really sick with something. And it just feels like, okay, touch him. Like reach out and touch this guy. And so I do, I put my hand on his, on his thigh. And then the person to my left grabs, grabs me. And before I know it, we're all holding hands in this circle as we sit listening to this music. And right then, you know, <laughs> it's when the psychedelics kick in. <laughs> and I felt myself connecting with these people, with these perfect strangers who had all gotten the call for this appointment. And holding their hands, I closed my eyes, and before me, real as day, was the whole network of everyone who had been touched just like I had from a tragedy rolling through my life. I could just see it. I was holding on. I was the one kid from my hometown that made it to Burning Man that year. I was the one kid who was suddenly here at this service who could seal the deal for, you know, a year of collapse. And I looked, and right there, there was David, my poor friend who got shot. There was Alec, who was sick in a hospital, white walls, his life. And I got to say, hey, brothers, welcome. I'm glad you made it. Glad we got to, you know, glad I got to be this anchor standing here for you. And, and then going out from there was everyone who had ever been touched by these things. And I got a chance to, to look at that, to look at the whole situation and say, thank you. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you. I've had enough. Thank you for your lessons. Thank you for showing me the skillfulness required to be conscious that a storm is roaring and to allow it to tear through everything to destroy all the buildings, to flatten and raise an entire country so that the soul can be clean and swept again. I'm saying that.
I let go. And we let go. And we opened our eyes. And we, the nine to 12 sitters in that circle in that morning, one at a time, quietly standing up and leaving. And I knew, I knew right away, as soon as I just stepped in that it was over, that that time of this storm rolling through me had run its course. And that I had offered the payment that was necessary for those experiences, the gratitude for those lessons. And all those bearers of the lessons, all those pains, I was able to say, thank you, but I check you at the doorway of this next step of my life. <sighs> and I, I'm, you know, walking back to Burning Man, like, okay, it's burn day, I guess people do lots of things. I'm d- I know I'm, I'm done, I feel complete. I'm done doing drugs, I'm just going to go to a yoga class and be real kind to myself. <laughs> and uh, as I'm walking away, that's when the wind picks up. And right before my eyes, the most outrageous storm comes in and just starts rolling and ripping through everything. And for the next two days, you can't see a thing. Thank you. You've been listening to True Story. Our theme music is from Daniel Steinbach's album, The Blade. To comment on this podcast, or to listen to any of our previous stories, you can find us in iTunes or at truestorytime.org. Everyone, I hardly know you, but when something comes and grabs a hold, take the hands that open up. A life that's led is something gold. I've been alone.